Welcome to Innovation Alchemy with the Adams. I'm Adam Fry. And I'm Adam Castle. And today we had the pleasure of interviewing one of our Scale Up 5 members from cohort six of our award-winning Scale Up Accelerator program powered by Libro Credit Union in partnership with Invest Windsor Essex. That's right. This is just one conversation in the series where we're going to be talking with all of our Scale Ups from this year's cohort about who they are, how they exist, and what they started to create with their business. Enjoy. All right, listener, welcome back to Innovation Alchemy. My name, as always, is Adam Castle, and with me today, sitting in the hot seat, is... Susie Kustra. As my co-pilot, and today we're interviewing two of our amazing scale-up entrepreneurs here. And with us today, we have the team from A20, Sarah Roddy, as well as Ted Williamson, who are going to be talking about a new product that's not quite on market yet, but really deals with basically a portal for clients in the accounting industry. Um, they're going to take us through what that means and what that looks like. So welcome. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Thanks for having me, Adam. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Susie. Well, I'm really interested in how you started in entrepreneurship. What was your first exposure and how did your career lead you to A20? Okay, so I'll start. Um, my dad was actually an entrepreneur. He was um, a tech entrepreneur in funeral management systems. So um, I grew up with that exposure. Um, used to work in his office and help out. And then uh I didn't go into entrepreneurship right out of high school. I went into sociology and criminology. I really liked that element of, of education. Um, had a hard time finding work <laughs> during the recession. So um, I gravitated back uh, to computer science, which is something that I, I liked growing up, especially with my dad as an influence. And um, worked seven years in corporate, started getting sick of working for somebody else, basically, and uh, started another business. And then during... Um, my networking, I ran into Ted and uh, we really hit it off. And um, uh, yeah, so basically uh, he had a lot of great ideas in the accounting industry and I had a lot of great, um, you know, skills and knowledge in tech. So the two worlds basically collided and here we are. Very cool. So a long and winding road through entrepreneurship for you. Yeah. Today. Yeah. And I tried to shorten it, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> and Ted, what about you? Uh, so, uh, I'm not going to go through all of it, but, uh, basically when I, I was in the, the Canadian army, I went to the U S Marines. Uh, when I got out of the military, um, I came, I decided to come back to Windsor. Um, and when I did, I just, I didn't know what to do. So mm -hmm. I basically did like, you know, different jobs, worked at a factory. Um, I worked for a, uh, lawn sprinkler company part-time and, uh, Eventually, uh, the the next season, I worked for him full time, and he actually was the one who encouraged me to start my own landscaping company. Um, so my first business was a landscaping company. I've always been a grinder, work hard, figure stuff out, and he kind of saw that in me and kind of was mentored me into mm -hmm. that. Um, so I did that for like uh, five years, and uh, from there, I um, started a couple a couple other companies. I had a heating and cooling company, uh, um, energy company. And um, I even had another tech company that we had in the epicenter here, um, and uh, that didn't work. Um, so, but uh, now I have another one. I have another, shot. Happens, I have yeah. another kick at the can. So, uh, yeah, that's that's I guess my journey to getting here. Yeah. Very cool. Well, first, thank you so much for your service. We oh, appreciate nice. it, yeah. and uh, and we're so glad that you're you're taking another stab at entrepreneurship. And you know what we found in, in the data that we collect, um, and what we look at is is entrepreneurship, successful entrepreneurship, doesn't always happen at your first go. Mm -hmm. It often happens at your fourth or fifth or sixth. Uh, it's it's an iterative process, right? So it's really cool to see you back at it and creating something new in a twenty. And speaking of 
tell us about A20. What is it? What problem is it solving out there in the uh, in the market? And uh, and how did you come up with the idea? Yeah, so A20 Portal is basically a single portal that allows accountants to communicate with their clients while also offering a secure, safe, and stable connection to all their data and communication points. Um, so basically, an accounting firm will sign up and they'll invite all their business clients. Um, they'll assign them tasks and then the business clients download our app and then they're able to uh, connect to their banks. So we can get all their transactional data seamlessly. And then if they have any questions, it's just a single point of contact for them. Very cool. So you've taken this highly complex sort of procedure that usually has to take place in order to get all of that information into your, your bookkeeping. And you've created this like sweet little automation that allows you to do that in a really, really functional way. Basically, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, I, I like to look at it like um, the old way of doing accounting. You would bring your, your shoebox to... Uh, to your accountant on a monthly or quarterly basis, yeah. yeah. Um, and then you would have one one at one point you would talk to them, and you'd have you'd have, you know, just one time. You might have a conversation throughout yeah. throughout that period too. But now with the change in accounting, with uh, technology becoming so prominent, which is great because then people have more access to their information and make decisions. Um, the communication between the accountant and the business owner is broken. There's a whole bunch of places mm-hmm. that you talk, so you need to. Um, if your accountant or bookkeeper needs to run payroll for you, they're asking you in one platform right. uh, to up- upload the um, the hours. Um, you connect your bank account, which is great, um, to different platforms as well, because then the accountant has access to that and they, you can have more timely um, information. Right. But those connections break. Mm-hmm. Um, so not only do they break, but also they still need to collect the bank statements, things like that. So they need to collect all this data. Um, and there are other portals portals out there, but they don't collect data that's needed by the accountants. So there's they're just another point of contact instead right. of bringing it all into one place. So we're trying to have all those different places where you communicate and you do things as as a client um, and, into one. So it becomes that shoebox relationship again, but with all the advantages of of like cloud accounting and, and new age accounting. I love that. You know, you hear a lot about sort of building a better mousetrap when it comes to innovation and, and you're building a better shoebox in this yeah. case, yeah. which is kind of interesting. Yeah. So what would you say that is your most important lesson learned as an entrepreneur? Uh, there's been a lot, <laughs> that's for sure. And for me, it's still pretty new. So I'm sure I'm going to have a lot more uh, lessons. Um but accepting that mistakes and failure is part of the process. That's mm-hmm. not a bad thing. That's a good thing. It's a learning lesson. Um, don't be afraid to ask for help. That's something I do personally challenge with a lot. I like to do it all sometimes. So learning to ask is good. Um, and then also just having fun and enjoying the ride. I know that sounds super cliche, but that's pretty much what gets me through day to day is it's just having fun with everything, making jokes, you know, you know, getting to work and then laughing about it, I guess. <laughs> You have to. You have to have that other side to it because entrepreneurship is a lot of work. It's constant. It never ends. Yeah. <laughs> so if you don't have that ability to sort of laugh at the mistakes and laugh yeah. at the journey, it's tough. It's yeah. tough to, to walk. Yeah. It's funny that you say that. Just a quick side note. Almost every single day this week, I've been dreaming about work. <laughs> and I haven't been doing that for like the longest time, but for whatever reason, that's like a thing now. So it literally is 20%. Deep in your subconscious. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, if you're not laughing at it, you're crying probably. So. Yeah, probably yeah. laughing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so Sarah's the the shiny beacon uh, on this, and I am the, uh, the sad cloud. Uh, so basically, <laughs> oh, uh, I would never <laughs> describe you like that. <laughs> no, but uh, so what I've learned is basically not to one hundred percent trust somebody, and and part of that is uh, what we've kind of coined as staff infections. 
So basically, like when you're hiring people or you're dealing with people and you're giving the responsibility to people mm -hmm. uh, to not 100% just let them run with it and that, that you have to give up control. Yeah. But you have to monitor and manage that. That's a big lesson yes. I've learned. So uh, because if you don't, especially if they're like in a management role or something, they can like drag you down and it can hurt. So um, that is one thing, especially as you grow, then you have some sort of rapid growth. You need to be very careful with who you bring on in your team. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a huge thing that I've learned. That's great to yeah. touch on too. Uh, actually, something that, that we've really touched on the last year at WeTech is this idea of creating sandboxes for employees so that you're right. You want to be able to not be you know, a micromanager and you want to give people autonomy to, to do whatever they're looking to do and, and feel good about the work that they're doing. You kind of have to create, here's sort of the walls. Here, here's the sandbox in which you have to play in and, uh, you know, creating that framework of here's sort of what we're looking for out of this experience. So yeah. mm -hmm. uh, that's really important for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So you're both in our scale-up program. Uh, you've, uh, you've been in it now for a couple months uh, since we started up. Why scale-up? Why, why was that important to you to join? And, and how has it really helped you to prepare for what comes next for your business, the launch of this new technology? Yeah. So for me personally, like I'm very well versed on the tech side of stuff, but when it comes to strategy sales and running the business, um, and the financials, that's where I would struggle the most. So it's been uh, very educational for me to, to learn all those, um, you know, elements or at least strengthen them. And then preparing us for pitching, like fundraising is going to be huge during our journey. So even, you know, this pitch that we're doing for mm -hmm. scale up, there's going to be many, many more of those to come. So, um, I'm, I'm pretty excited to have that pitch ready. So, you know, like we can keep, keep pitching, keep going. Yeah. Yeah. And we're excited to, to hear it as well. So. Yes. We yeah. need the practice of pitching because well, we, we've learned. So, <laughs> so just so everybody knows, I, I hugely botched the last pitch that we oh. did. It was brutal. <laughs> you uh, on yourself. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was horrible, but, uh, but that's the experience. That's why we came for, to scale up. It was to improve. Right. So, not only was it scale up was being offered, like this cohort was being offered at the time that we wanted to start thinking about scaling up and actually launch our MVP and, mm -hmm. and figure out our scale, our scaling plan. Um, but we really needed to make sure that we were like Sarah was saying, like we're talking to the investors the way that we need to. Um, we know we're, we're, we're raising funds uh, and we are, you know, perfecting the way that we present ourselves, our technology um, and the way that we're going to approach uh, the industry. So that's, then this is really helping with that. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, and for the record, which I'll set straight right now, you did not botch that. <laughs> I and agree. I were both in I it. Agree. Yeah, it was not botched. It's yeah. room for improvement. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That happens with all of us though. And we're excited yeah. to see that process for you of, of really sort of refining your messaging. And even with what you were able to present today and, and talking about A20, so much more of a point to uh, you know and a, a refinement to what you're what you're saying so yeah. really cool to see that how far that's coming even a couple of weeks yeah um so really interesting awesome and that was the point by the way of that uh yeah. session that we had that's why i'm for you to practice so that's why i'm not taking too much <laughs> yeah, but i'm still <laughs> yeah but 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 i'm still like you know what? i gotta keep that in the top of my mind not to do that again <laughs> yes <laughs> so, yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. no we are our worst it. critic right yeah. exactly yeah. 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 we really are yeah yeah so what would you say is some of the worst advice that you've gotten as an entrepreneur? I did see recently, um, it wasn't given to me, but it was directed on uh, to people on social media and it was from a successful entrepreneur. His advice was to never reflect. It's a waste of time. 
and uh, literally my jaw dropped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, reflection to me is so important. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't want to dwell, obviously, right. too much on on things, but it's very important to reflect because how do you learn and move forward? You know, and and so that to me was the worst advice. It wasn't to me, thankfully, directly, but I still saw it. So. Yeah, definitely disregarding that. I think that. there's a trope out there in the world of startups that says like, you know, move fast and break things. And that's yes. been traditionally that that sort of mentality for a lot of that, you know, investment that's happened out in the Valley and a lot of that technology that, that tends to be disruptive, quote unquote. Um, but you're right. You can't really improve what you're building next if you don't reflect on where you've come from and the things that you've done in the past. Um, I think that attitude is outdated. Yeah, uh, And I would agree with you. You really do have to have to take a look at where you've come from and, and what you've done and make sure you're not repeating those mistakes again yeah, and yeah, again. Exactly. exactly. Otherwise, you just get into a loop and it never, never ends, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think the idea was more like when tech was like really beginning now there's so much out there there's so much failure yeah so if you're like going to the you know going like like full steam and somebody else is going full steam but they have a better management team or something like that and you're not thinking things through you're not you know talking about uh or or or, or looking at what you've done and what you yeah. can do better then you're not going to do better than that other person right who, maybe they just have a better management team things like that so you, i don't think you should break too much you know, just <laughs> yeah. go ahead. That's the thing. I think yeah. it's, you know, that that sort of mentality also comes from a time when you couldn't really miss in tech. Yeah. You had giant companies that were spinning up, getting investment on the loosest of business models or no revenue, right? Yeah. Um, and so I think that comes from, yeah, I think it's outdated. I think we've, we've moved past that. We're, yeah. we're a little yeah. bit more advanced and a little bit more refined as, as Completely entrepreneurs agree. now. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Completely agree. Yeah. So I would say that, uh, so like one thing that I've seen, so it's not really necessarily advice, but something I've really taken is actually f- focusing on the management team uh, when when you are like growing a company, mm-hmm. not necessarily just tech or even just looking for advisory. But basically, that's what I what I get from, you know, my research, from advice, things um, is that like when people when investors are looking there's a reason that they're looking for a good management team yeah. or they're looking not just a good product because doesn't matter what the product does. So basically the best advice I got was to look deeper. And again, I guess I go to the staff infection, make sure <laughs> you have a good management team. So um, that is basically focused on the management team, not the product. Um, the product, you know, that, that's important, but uh, without a good management team, the product doesn't matter. So. Oh, for sure. And we have companies that come to us all the time that have a great product and they haven't done work on what the market is or mm-hmm. what their team and execution ability is. You can have a great idea, but if you don't have people around the table that are able to do it with you and execute with you, it's not going to go anywhere, you know? Yeah. Um, so good, good point there for sure. So what would you say that some of your favorite resources or books have been that have helped you in your journey as an entrepreneur? Well, I'm a huge Simon Sinek fan. I don't know if I'm saying yes, his last name right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was recently reminded of of him actually last night. So that's why I'm I'm bringing him up. He's going to be speaking at QuickBooks Connect. So I'm trying to win a oh, ticket cool. to go because we're not going this year. <laughs> but I'd love to see him uh, speak because he's he's been very inspirational. Um, I listened to him a lot before I left corporate as well too. And and just getting things started, his attitude towards that. I just I feel that that's been uh, super helpful in all his books as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. Simon Sinek's one that, that we've actually read too uh, in some of our preparation for being, you know, a bigger team over this mm. last year. We've read his directors uh, at WeTech too, some of his yeah. books. And um, yeah, really great points and, and really poignant as well. Can you try to get him to speak in Windsor, please? Yeah, sure. We'll, we'll get on that <laughs> just as soon what, as possible. Well, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in Detroit. You could always <laughs> yeah, 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 hop across the border there. He's probably yeah. there. And just, we'll just get a bus and we'll all go over. And Perfect. See him, so. okay. But that's it though. Simon Sinek, if you're listening, we want you down here in Windsor yeah. we, we have entrepreneurs that you need to talk to uh so uh so come on down yeah yeah, yeah. thanks yeah. <laughs> yeah not a problem yeah he, he's a big fan I think yeah. yeah uh no so definitely uh Simon Sinek uh, is one of them uh like I do a ton of research so I don't like necessarily prescribe to any specific book mm -hmm. like uh there's there's too many good ones I can't even think one off the top of my head uh but uh but I do a lot of just a ton of research on different method methodologies and structures, yeah. and, you know, things like that in, in the business. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's really it. I, and, uh, and I just try to stay motivated spiritually and, 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 uh, and if it feels good in, internally, then uh, then and, and it makes sense financially, yeah. then do it. Yeah. For sure, yeah. for sure. Scott, one of our other scale ups, uh, kind of said, you know, biggest tool for me is just the internet. And if he keeps yeah. yeah, the same sort of like, yeah. like yeah. use Google. Sure. There's so much free out there <laughs> yeah, available the for you. Yeah. Stuff you get, you know, yeah, all kinds of different, you know, YouTube videos or like motivational stuff. Absolutely, well, yeah. Zero con. And, yeah, zero con uh, was amazing. Yeah, yeah like the speakers, yeah. um, the old um, CEO of PepsiCo, Indra, I forget her last name. Okay. She was an amazing speaker yeah. as well. And she basically transformed Pepsi for the better, not just for like a financial gain, but um, like consumers as well. She introduced healthy products. Yeah. Which was like a big no-no. Which is and, and it, a massive yeah. shift in Pepsi's market shift, at the time. Yeah. They thrived because of it. So she, you know, so she was really cool to hear from. And that's yeah. a good example. Like, so yeah, I guess that would be more of it is moments is yeah. for me. Like moments of inspiration yes. is what I take. Going it's and sort of seeking them out. Yeah. Subscribing to a specific, uh, you know, book and framework, but more or less, you know, finding those moments that really, uh, you know, like focus you and, and, and teach you about yourself and, and, and your journey. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's kind of about collecting all of the, the points of reference that people have and sort of putting it together in a mosaic and thinking yeah. what works for me in, in this perspective. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, searching for those moments too. Yeah. 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 Well, we can't tell you how much we appreciate your time today uh, for being here and chatting with us and sharing a little bit about your journey. Uh, we're so excited to see the rest of your journey through scale up and beyond. Uh, and, uh, and we can't wait to, to watch it happen. Thank you. I so can't much. wait for, for your us. final pitch. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I mean, like high so, hopes now, especially after exactly. yeah what you said. <laughs> I, I, I was telling Sarah that I, I I screwed up so much that we have only to go up. Yeah. <laughs> so they're gonna be, you know, the, 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 uh, the investor panel is gonna be like, oh my god, this is amazing. <laughs> because who, from who where we these, started, who are these two individuals? Yeah, we haven't well, heard from them before. This is a totally different. Right, they, I think you did it on purpose. Yeah. I think you bombed the last yeah, yeah, one on purpose. So that's that way, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we can't wait. Thank you so much. Thanks Thank for having you. us. Yeah. What an interesting conversation that was. I know. I really enjoyed it. I'm not so lucky to get to sit across from these folks and hear their stories. I mean, Sarah had this amazing winding journey through entrepreneurship and Ted, a former Marine. I know. That's crazy. It's Go interesting to, to see here. from the perspective of leadership and how they built in sort of management and managing their people as a big part of how they're growing their company. Uh, it's become sort of corner, cornerstone to them. And I, I can't help but think, well, maybe that comes from the background of, you know, leadership 
leading through uh, through adversity in the army, um, and then also leading as many companies as Sarah has through her time. Yeah, absolutely. I thought it was really interesting when Ted was talking about his past experience mm-hmm. with people. And you could almost hear the pain in his voice from that experience. <laughs> yeah, of, he's been burnt you know, a couple times. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But it really goes to show just like how, and then you talked a lot about like just teamwork and like the importance of building that team. And I find it really interesting because out of all of our scale up, this is the first real duo mm-hmm. that we have, right? The real partnership. Yeah. And yet it really sounded like, you know, teamwork. Yes. And building that strong team is such an foundation for them, right? It's so integral part of A20. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're excited to see how that sort of unfolds. And we hope you listener enjoyed and and learned a couple of interesting things. If you're interested in learning more about uh, the information shared today from Sarah about Simon Sinek, some of his info, or even some of the research tools that Ted was talking about that you can find throughout the internet, head to www.wetech-alliance.com slash podcast for more information inside the WeTech Alliance toolbox. All right, that's it from us. My name is Adam Castle, and I'm here with Susie Kustra. And this has been another episode of Innovation Alchemy. We'll hear you on the next one. 